0: Welcome back to another episode of Consciously Clueless. You're here because you want to learn about how to live a healthier life, how to live more sustainably, how to take your everyday actions and make them work for you and the planet. Sometimes it might feel like you've got this figured out and other times you probably feel lost. That's why I'm here. Together, we will learn how to live happier, healthier lives without the need to be perfect and always allowing space for a little cluelessness on this journey to living a more conscious life. Today on the podcast, I talked to Jeffrey Bodie. He was one of my first guests, and this plant-based nutrition and wellness advocate is back to talk to us about how mushrooms can level up your health. Here we go. In 2016, Mint Mobile was born because its founders thought that Big Wireless was, well, dumb. So they decided it was time to create a smarter wireless company, one that extends its middle finger to conventional truths while also pointing out where Big Wireless is letting people down. They're online only. You can buy plans that are 3-month, 6-month, 12-month, no contracts. Choose to stay as long as you want. There are no overages. There's no surprises there's just no BS. And for someone who lives in a remote area like myself, I can attest to the fact that the service is great and I have truly had no problems and oftentimes is better than the big wireless companies I was with before. To find out more about how Mint Mobile can work for you, hit the link in the show notes so they know that I sent you okay so thank you for joining me again you were one of my first guests when I had recently googled how to start a podcast so thank <laughs> you for uh being willing to uh take a chance on me two years yeah. ago now yeah, it was
1: back in 2020 wasn't it yeah I remember
0: yeah that's wild yeah. so um yeah. how have you been it's been two years quick check yeah in. I
1: mean yeah lots of ups and downs but you know most mostly good um you know things are <laughs> Yeah, I think I've been in the place of things that happened in my my private life, but in terms of like the community and, you know, really just growing the the belief that, you know, people want to understand more about plant-based nutrition Mm. and really just educating people and continuing to share recipes and, you know, the opportunities that have come off the back of that have been really good to continue just spreading the message that I just believe in so strongly. So yeah, I've been really, really grateful and, and, and kind of just happy to see the community continue to grow and people come on board. So that's been good.
0: I love it. I can totally tell now that I've followed you for years and Mm. I I am someone who genuinely has really appreciated your content for so long. And you are one of my go-to places where I send other people or where I look for myself for that, like easy to understand vegan nutrition and like the thing, like, what do I actually need to understand and what do I don't? And I really appreciate that about your content. It's so helpful.
1: No, I appreciate that. Because like, I think there is there is so much out there in the social media world. People will say X, Y, and Z. Like, I even had someone asking me today, like, you know, how do you know what's good? And, mm-hmm. you know, with all of these things, it's so difficult. And I understand, like, it is a bit of a minefield out there. You know, I think it's important for me, especially not to be dogmatic because you get people in the the kind of plant-based world who have a bit of dogma and say all animal products are bad and you eat this, you get cancer. And it's just like, it's not that simple. It's about understanding that one people's nutrition is very individualized to them. I always encourage them to just, you know, see what works for you. I can give you like the broad overview, but of course, you know, it might not work for everyone. Um, yeah. And two, not trying, you know, not operating from a place of hyperbole, and say, "Oh, this is that," and you know, if you eat this, should, this is going to happen, and cut this food out. It's not as simple as that. But I guess that's what sells and gets the most likes and clicks on social media. You know?
0: Yeah, that's something else I appreciate about your content too. Is that there? You know, when I first went vegan, there were so many places that I looked, f- hoping for guidance, but ended up just making me feel bad. Mm, you know, like yeah. making me feel like I wasn't doing enough or like I was not smart enough to understand yeah. this or whatever. Um, and that automatically is going to make people be like, well, this is dumb. Well,
1: oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, just try. I just try and put good information out there, build a community, you know, and, and then go from there. And it, as I said, it never it never kind of crossed my mind, you know, when I started all the, all the years ago to try and make money from it. Um, it was just to just share my experience and share the knowledge that I was gaining. But, you know, I guess there's been opportunities that have come off the back of that, which I'm really grateful for, but my main aim is just to continue inspiring as many people as possible. That's my primary goal and whatever comes off the back of that is just a bonus.
0: That's really nice. And I really love the recipes and those Mm. things that you share too, because when I first started being like, okay, I think I'm going to be a content creator, which is such a weird thing to like admit out loud at first. You're like, (laughs) what am I doing? Uh, But I do enjoy it. But at first I was like, okay, Well, if I talk about veganism, that basically means I have to be a vegan chef. Mm, And mm. that's just not my lane. Like, that's just not, I'm not going to create recipes. I'm not going to like, it's not often going to look cute. Like, it's just not. And once I let that go and was like, I can talk about being vegan without having like the cutest page of food Mm. and other people that like you that are like, that's what you're good at. I love that. I love following people because yeah. it ain't it ain't me. <laughs> it's not going to be me for that content.
1: <laughs> well, I, as I said, you know, you just got to do, I guess, what you feel comfortable with. And I'm sure you've inspired a ton of people in, in your own way of kind of getting the message across. So that's all that matters, you know, just staying in what you believe to be true for yourself.
0: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, So specifically, not only just to catch up and talk about all the amazing things you're doing, but I was seeing you post on social media, on Instagram about mushrooms. Yeah. And it's something I've been interested in for a couple years. Um, And we can get into like what kind of mushrooms we're talking about, because there's a Mm. few people that are like, I'm so engaged right now. We talk mushrooms. (laughs) Um, And it's something that I've like really actually been interested in, haven't dove into too much of my own. And mm. somebody asked me about, cause I have like chaga mushroom powder yeah. that, cause it's a local thing where I live mm. and somebody asked me about it. And then I realized I was like, I just do this cause I think it's right, but I don't have a yeah. lot of information. Yeah. And then yeah. I kept seeing your content and I was like, I think we have to have someone on the podcast to talk about yeah. this. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so let's talk about mushrooms.
1: Yeah so mushrooms are a really interesting one because of course you've got culinary mushrooms the typical white button chestnut mushrooms things like that you've got medicinal mushrooms so chaga reishi lion's mane maitake all these types of mushrooms and of course you've got psychedelic mushrooms psilocybin mm-hmm. xyz i first i guess got into mushrooms well interestingly enough actually i used to really hate culinary mushrooms i did not like them at Me all <laughs> before i went plant based and then I went, and then i went vegan and then mushrooms just found their way back into my routine, and now I just absolutely love them. I have them all the time, and they're very, very healthy as well. When with um the medicinal mushrooms, it was funny because mm-hmm. I was listening to a podcast. I was listening to an episode of the Rich Roll podcast, mm-hmm. and he had the this is the I hadn't, I'd heard nothing about mushrooms before at all in terms of like drinking mushrooms as a tea. Yeah. He had the founder of Four Sigmatic, you know, the mushroom company, Four Sigmatic. That's
0: the podcast that started my mushroom interest, too. That's the exact episode.
1: There we go.
0: <laughs> Literally. We
1: go. Literally. I, I was I was listening to it and I was just like, no, nah, no, nah, there's no way. Drinking mushrooms, that's just weird. Because because I kept on thinking of culinary mushrooms in hot water and how weird that would taste.
0: Yes, yeah, and like gross.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was just like, that, that's just gonna be weird. But then. So where I live, there's a well, where I was living at the time, is a health food store called Planet Organic in London, which I've become very familiar with over the years. Like I just love spending time in there, and I spend a lot of money in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Maybe, yeah. But to be honest, it's about health, so it's it's all for a good cause.
0: Totally. And then
1: I saw this area of mushrooms, and they had you know a few different brands. They had the brand that uh, the the owner of Sporotomic. They had hit that brand there. Had another brand called Hybrid Herbs, which is the one that I use a lot and I've become really familiar with. And then they had a few others like Mushrooms for Life. So I just thought, you know what? And I read the back and I started doing a bit of research as well. And I just thought, you know what? Let me just let me just have a, have a go. Let me just start using them. And so Chaga became the one really that was like the one that, you know, kind of became a staple in my routine. And I think it's important to say as well, like whilst I do think, you know, mushrooms have great benefit, I do think that. In the context of my wider lifestyle, you know, I don't think someone who's maybe starting out with a healthier lifestyle should go right to Chagger Mushroom and it's going to fix everything. Right. I think it's important to recognize that these aren't like a panacea or anything. But I do believe, strongly believe that drinking Chagger Mushroom very regularly, just I didn't get ill. I didn't get, I haven't been sick. I mean, I I got, um, what was the COVID? Yes, immunity. Yeah, because there is such a potent immune booster. Very, very good for your gut bacteria, the range of mushrooms are. And obviously we know that modulated gut bacteria will be so beneficial downstream for immune health, you know, right. lower risk of type 2 diabetes and all those types of things. It's an antiviral as well. Um, there have actually been some preliminary studies that I've looked at. I remember someone, once someone shared one on social media once, preliminary studies looking at it in its combat in terms of respiratory viruses. Now, of course, with wow. what's happened in the last couple of years, that's, I thought that was very, very interesting. I think it was a very small scale study. So really not one to hang your hat on, but still interesting right. all the same. And another interesting fact that I felt about Chaga, and I don't think there aren't there aren't any studies to, to provide evidence. So this, this is more like intuition. I feel like, you know, people talk about Chaga decalcifying the pineal gland and mm. making your awareness, like your third eye, just br- bringing more awareness to your life. And I genuinely felt that when I started drinking Chaga in a few weeks, I just had an enhanced awareness. And again, I can't quantify it, yeah yep. i felt so i was just like you know what the this is the real deal like and since then uh, I, this is this was 5 years ago that i first got into mushrooms they've they've they continue they continue to be uh you know a staple part of my routine whether that's having a cup of chaga in the morning having a cup of reishi closer to bedtime reishi is great for you know a sense of you know de-stressing calmness inducing healthy sleep lion's mane's been shown in studies to you know be very very beneficial for cognitive function um, so if I have like meetings or uh, you know long periods of work, I'll tend to drink drink lion's mane, cordyceps as well has been very you know shown to be very beneficial for exercise performance. So what it does mm-hmm. is it increases the production of adenosine triphosphate, otherwise known as ATP, which is like the which is like the energy source of our mitochondria. So that's like the battery okay. of our cells essentially. So and then you've got like maitake and shiitake, which are very very beneficial. Interestingly enough, shiitake mushroom, I actually before I went to when I went to Uganda uh, like at the end of last year, um, I saw some studies about shiitake mushroom in relation to malaria. So I just thought I would just take some, cause I, I mean, I, I did get the injection anyway, I got the yellow fever injection right, for right. yellow fever. Um, and I did have some malaria medication with me in anyway, but I thought, let me take some of it, but I'm also gonna take some shiitake mushroom as well. And I was absolutely fine. Maybe I got lucky, who knows. Right. Um, but either way, shiitake mushroom, very, very beneficial again for your gut bacteria, immune health. So mushrooms are really, really powerful. Like I, I will stand by that and I'll be drinking them for as long as I live. Like they're just very, very potent. I always have some in my cupboards. Um, and particularly in winter time. Chaga's one that I think in winter yeah. when when those colds and those flus and those different viruses are, are knocking around. Just just enhancing that immune enhancing that immunity you know, getting the antiviral uh, potency up there. So yeah, I'm a big fan of mushrooms.
0: I love what you said. I want to go back to a couple of things. I love what you said first about this isn't like, you know, if you're just being like, I am I need to switch my life up. I need to get healthier. This isn't your first step. And no. for me, when I was, um, I think we probably talked about this two years ago, but mm-hmm. I, when I first started diving into like being vegan, learning about sustainability, mm-hmm. I was like, all in. I need to do everything yeah. right now. Yeah. I was looking for that silver bullet of a superfood mm. that was gonna change everything. And for a while I was like, it's mushrooms. That's obviously it. Mm. It's cool. I heard yeah. this on the Ritual podcast. Obviously, everything's <laughs> great. Um yeah. And I liked it because I liked that idea of, like, ritual. I felt very witchy Mm -hmm. adding powders to teas and all of it. But I kind of, like, went up and down because I didn't do the research and didn't find out the why. Like, I wasn't really figuring the total why out. So I like that you said, like, this isn't the silver bullet. Mm -hmm. Like, this isn't the thing that's going to change your life. But it could change your life. Yeah,
1: it could help in in the context of if you, you know – just overall make a, a kind of foundational shift in in, in many different areas. And, and ideally want to do those slowly and not try and, you know, burden yourself by doing all of those right. things all at once. But it's important to know, you know, that's, I think the term superfood is obviously used, you know, very very frequently in society. So you've got things like, you know, chaga mushroom, you've got the maca powder, the green powders, you've got things right. like seed moss. These are all great. Like, I, I really like all of these. But I think the problem is that people think that, again, as you mentioned there, they think that these are going to be the silver bullet that, you know, they're just going to take, you know, one tablespoon of moss in their smoothie and they can still go out and, you know, do uh, abuse substances and drink and yeah. smoke and eat poorly. But you know what? I've, I've had my moss, so I'm all good. It doesn't work like that. Right. I, I want to see these foods as like the icing on the cake. You know, mm. when you've really got yourself down to like a foundational level, you've started removing processed foods for your diet. You're drinking more water. You're eating more whole foods. just a really boring, basic stuff. Yeah. But I don't think in society we like the sexy thing. We like the thing that's shiny. Like, you know, lentils aren't very marketable, but CMOS is, you know what I mean? But lentils over the over the long haul, you know, you're 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 going to be consuming those a lot more and you can get those into your diet in many different ways. And so yeah, I just see them as more like uh the icing on the cake that can give you that extra one or two percent, which can make a huge difference. But right. do I see them as a, like a starting point? Probably not.
0: So if someone is listening to this and they're like, okay, I am living a healthier life. Like maybe mushrooms is something I want to look into. That's intriguing. Like, where do you tell people to start? Because if you Google medicinal mushroom powders now in 2022, you are inundated with shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's so much. There's there's so many. I always point to, so as I said, the brand that I use uh, most is hybrid herbs. Mm-hmm. And they've been around for a long, a long, long time. And it's funny because I'd started using them in 2017. And uh, I think around about lockdown time, I think I posted about them. And I then started to become, you know, I, I started to be, develop quite a rapport with the owner of the company. Mm. And we, we've like become friends. We, you know, we chat all the time. Like He's a really cool guy. And what, what I've noticed about them, is that he's very much, he loves, he loves the quality of the product. Mm. You know, they're not very much in, you know, you've got obviously Four Sigmatic, they've probably pumped a lot of money into marketing and things like that. They're a very small company, Hybrid Herbs, but he's very focused on, I wanna get a top quality product out there. Yeah. And, you know, we had a conversation the other day, we were just saying like, you know, every man and their dog is selling mushroom powders. Everyone is, but you how do you know what's good quality? So I, I, every time people ask me about mushrooms, I always, always, always say hybrid herbs and they don't, they don't pay me to say it. I just <laughs> think it's had such a, a profound impact on my life. And I know the character of, of my friend, Kieran, who's the owner of the company. He's got great character. He talks about wanting the, the quality of the product to be optimal. And personally, the, the blends that they have are of the highest quality. And I, I can speak, say that from experience. So I always put them in that direction in terms of a brand. And then in terms of which products, yeah. I think the mo the, the, the one that people should probably start with is probably Chaga. That's like the for me, that's like, you know, it's known as the king of medicinal mushrooms. That's like the all-rounder. You know, you antiviral immune boosting effects, you've got your, you know, enhanced gut bacteria. Yep. Yeah, it's just a it's just like a it's a workhorse. That's the, that's the way I see it. You've got the others that you know you can do for sleep and exercise and cognitive function, but I think just from an immunity standpoint, Chaga is probably the best one to start with. Um, and then you can kind of move from there and broad into some of the others.
0: I really like that. That's that's really helpful to give people a starting point because I think that with so many of these things, that's why people give up because it's just so mm. overwhelming.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then
0: it's like, why would I take all the, uh, this, they're mushrooms. Why am I have to research mm. all these mushrooms? So I yeah, love that yeah, you yeah. kind of are like yeah. giving this starting point. Something I'm curious about. So I right now is getting back into it getting like, I was researching. I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk to Jeffrey. I got to get my shit together here. Let me get back on mushrooms. And so I found a blend of uh, medicinal mushrooms actually in my local co-op
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's the four Sigmatic brand. Okay. Um, and it was a little more expensive than I was hoping for, but yeah, yeah. just like you said, they've pumped so yeah. much into marketing, mm-hmm. but I was like, I'll start here. I know it's probably good. And then I'll like look for another brand that I really love. Mm-hmm. But that blend is a mix of all of the ones you've yes, named.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So I I I like that idea instead of having to like think about <laughs> you know, like yeah, reishi no, for this, yeah. lions made yeah. for this. I mean I love Lions Made, my uh that one has always been Top of mind. My grandma had Alzheimer's and mm. passed away from that. So I'm always mm. like, anything that says cognitive function, I'm like, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Um, yeah. but is there a is there a plus or a minus, or is it better or worse to have a blend or to have them separately? Is there any research on that? Because when you were saying, like, oh, when I do a workout or for night, I was like, Oh shit, yeah. do I need to do better at this?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, look, I think it's gonna be different for everyone. I, I in terms of the research where the blends are better than the single products, I have it's not something that I've actually looked at. I don't know, maybe for for me, I just tend to like taking them for specific reasons. So I like yeah. to have my, you know, chaga in the morning just to enhance my immunity first thing in the morning, those antiviral effects. I like reishi later on in the evening.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, for example,
1: I, I wouldn't want to enhance my cognitive function when I'm trying to wind down. Right. So I'd always want maybe just reishi as opposed to a blend that might have lion's mane and cordyceps. Right. In there
0: well.
1: That's just the way that I think about it, whether this is, you know, science or not. I, I don't know. This is just the way that I see it. Um, and of course, as I said, when, when I'm thinking about exercise, I would want just cordyceps as opposed to like a reishi, which is also going to have those calming properties in there because I want to be obviously quite amped up for a workout. So right. that's, that's why I like to use them um, singularly. That's, that's kind of the way that I see it.
0: No, that makes total sense. And it's something to think about because I've just been putting like a serving in my morning black tea. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's probably better than doing that blend at night
1: yeah yeah you know, yeah. if um yeah, so so, yeah.
0: so the the thing you mentioned about um studies and research and stuff this seems to be from my like cursory google mm. you know searches obviously there's a lot of products and there's a lot of blog posts about mushrooms yeah. now but the research seems to be like meh um is that yeah, you know- what's happening yeah,
1: it- <laughs> It is. So I think uh, there are some, again, there's some studies, for example, of lion's mane. I think there was a study uh, done on Japanese men that showed that three grams of lion's mane um, can improve like cognitive ability. And again, I cool. have to you know, recap on those studies, but there's, there are a lot of studies that have also been done in animals. And again, while they're interesting, mm. they don't, they may not necessarily always translate to humans. Right. Um, again, I guess get, getting funding for studies is is not easy, you know, for companies to, to really put a product out there. You know, if you want to get studies that, and the highest quality study, like a randomized controlled trial, you're going to have to, that's going to have to be done over a period of time. You're going to have to have a control group. There's ethical considerations within, yeah. you know, with doing those. Um, and again, there may just not be that much money. Like I'm sure these companies would rather spend money on whether it's marketing or product development or things like that, as opposed to, you know, pumping it into studies. So that's why I think the studies are quite sparse on the ground. Um, I'd like to see more personally, particularly on ones like Chaga for, you know, for, for those antiviral impact, uh, the antiviral impact. And also, as I said, lion's maybe because, you know, cognitive decline is, is a huge one. Of course, there are other elements that, that we can, that we can adopt to, you know, slow down cognitive decline. So like weightlifting and eating right. a bit more plants, your diet, more polyphenols, berries, things like that. Um, but in terms of the mushrooms, I would like to see more research. So I'll, I'm always keeping an eye out. So I'll definitely, uh, let you know if I, if I come across some.
0: Yeah, that would be great to share in the newsletter. I I'm also wondering and I'm not try- I'm not trying to make a comparison between like marijuana or CBD and mushrooms necessarily, but yeah. I I wonder if 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 this is right in in your opinion that there is some questioning of like that eastern western idea too of like medicine mm-hmm. and what can be helpful like is do you think that's a reason it's underfunded as as well? It's not looked at as like a serious thing.
1: Yeah, possibly. I, I, you know, I think, again, if there's something out there that might take away from profits of the pharmaceutical industry, then it, whether it be easy to get that funding, it might be it might be a, a bit harder for sure. Of course, right. you know, money always talks. And, you know, if a large pharmaceutical company brings out a product which they know is going to make money on the market and they have that money behind them to you know to put into studies and things like that, then they're probably going to be able to get that, you know, that leg up. So,
0: yeah, yeah I think totally. that
1: probably does play a part. Um which is which is frustrating because I'm, I'm I'm sure a lot of these products, you know, reishis and the chaga's, uh, like I've seen them have benefits in my own life. So you know, I'm sure that they would have benefits in other people's lives and on a wider scale. But you know, I guess it remains to be seen in terms of whether we see more studies on them or not.
0: Yeah. So, and I think even in the last few years, from you know, uh, maybe we can thank Rich Roll for the uh, and for <laughs> for the uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> boom
0: yeah. of mushrooms. But yeah. um, I'm wondering if you see just because you know. I think so much more about the industry and you become friends with uh, the owner of the company mm. that you uh, enjoy, which is one of the cool things about the internet, right? Like yeah, those are the exactly cool moments yeah, like yeah, yeah. where yeah, we can yeah. have this rapport from knowing exactly. each other on Instagram yeah. or whatever. Like I know that social yeah. media can suck, but it's cool too.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. There are some really good things about it. You
0: yeah, totally. It. Um, So I'm wondering if like, from your opinion, like do you see what's on the horizon? Like, is there anything like that, the mushroom like medicinal mushroom industry like do you think it's going to grow do you think it's going to like add on new products like i don't know i'm just curious like w- if it's already blown up so much like what do you think is coming next
1: so i think obviously there's, there's going to be probably be a lot more companies who are going to be you know trying to get the message of mushrooms out there of course you know in the last sort of so i started doing i started drinking them in 2017 so yeah in the last five years it's obviously got huge Again, that's right. probably just based on you know word of mouth and people going into health stores trying it out. You know, Falls of Matter, a big company, you know, there are other big companies coming up, and you know, mushrooms for life is another big one. I think there's one in Australia as well called Life Cycle. They, they make okay. uh, mushroom tincture, so the little drops. Huh. Um, so yeah, it's it's becoming bigger. I don't know in terms of yeah, you know, I, I I would personally like to see it become more, more mainstream. It's, it's still right. it's still quite a fringe idea. Yeah, I'd like to see it more mainstream. Um I don't think they I guess there aren't going to be any more that come out because the existence of the ones that are here are kind of here. You know, I mean, they make, there are some others which maybe not, aren't as popular at the moment. So, for example, tremella mushroom is a really good mushroom mm. for skin. So, it has a really high concentration of hyaluronic acid, um, but that's maybe not so popular. But, you know, as skincare, as the skincare industry continues to grow, they might look to use, you know, products like yeah. tremella mushroom. And I mean, there's some plant based collagen supplements that have tremella mushroom in them. So, okay. yeah, those, maybe some of the ones that aren't as popular, I guess, may, might, you know, start to be enhanced um, in their popularity. So I think that's probably one, one of the things that we could expect to see on the horizon.
0: This podcast is sponsored by TerraSeed. TerraSeed is on a mission to disrupt the vitamin industry, empower vegans, and reduce plastic waste in the world. They put everything plant-based people struggle to get in an all-inclusive vegan, compostable package multivitamin that replenishes them and our planet every single day. Seriously, y'all, win, win, win. Even if you're not vegan, this vitamin will help you get those key nutrients that you need. I am so excited to share a discount code for your first purchase. Use code CARLY50 at checkout to get 50% off. Again, that's carly L Y five zero. For 50% off your first purchase at TerraSeed.com, Don't forget this code so they know I sent you. This podcast is supported by Who Gives a Crap. Who Gives a Crap is an eco-friendly toilet paper company that donates 50% of its profits to help ensure everyone has access to clean water and a toilet within our lifetime. Who Gives a Crap has donated almost $8 U.S. million to nonprofit organizations who help provide clean water and toilets all over the world. Who Gives a Crap is delivered straight to your door with carbon-neutral delivery. I love that it comes that way. I don't have to think about it. It's an automatic subscription, and I want you to try it. You can check out Who Gives a Crap and get $10 off your first order over $54 with the code CARLY10. That's C-A-R-L-Y 10, or check out the link in the show notes. And used in cool ways like that, too, where yeah, like people exactly. might be taking a plant-based collagen with, what was the mushroom? Tre- tremella? Tremella, yeah. Tremella. Like, and yeah. that's in there, and they might not even realize that that's like a part of why it works yeah. for
1: them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I did actually see, so you know, um, have you seen the documentary Fantastic Fungi?
0: I haven't. I've had so many people tell me to watch it. Do oh I need God. to watch it?
1: It's the best documentary I've ever watched personally.
0: Oh my God. Okay. Well, I'll watch it. That's, right. that's a yeah. pretty high. Like, reg- that's like a pretty yeah. high. And I know you've yeah. seen some documentaries. Yeah.
1: yeah. So the guy who, he, one of the main guys in the documentary, Paul Stamets, he's got a mushroom company called for uh, host defense, right? So again, okay. they, they look like Chaga, Turkey Tower, et cetera, et cetera. His mom, I think in her eighties was diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And while she was going through the treatment, he got her onto turkey tail mushroom as well. And it, it in the combination of the two helped to get her the all clear. So wow. that's, that's again, that, that's a, I mean, I'm sure people watching that would have, you know, that would have been an eye opener for them in terms of the real power that turkey tail mushroom has. But again, it's maybe not one of the more popular ones. If you think about like Chaga, Reishi, Cordyceps, right. main. so I think maybe they're, they're going to be some more that are going to, you know, emerge from the shadows and maybe, start to punch their way in the market as well and become more popular.
0: I love that. I was going to ask this question um, before, but I'm just, I get so excited when talking about these things that I kind of have to bounce (laughs) around, but I was wondering, so like you named a couple of brands when we were talking about like, where do people start? So let's say those, you know, a brand or two that they're like, Oh, I don't, I haven't seen those. Or those aren't Mm -hmm. um, near me, but I've seen this brand, this brand, and this brand. Yeah. Is there any advice you could give to people on kind of how to vet those things? Like, is there something you would look for? That means like, yeah. Oh, this is sustainable or this is well, do-? like, is are there is any yeah. language or words? Like, how do you tell if this is yeah. bullshit or not?
1: So there are, I mean, there are companies that cut corners when it comes to mushrooms. And I think the two things that people should look for is firstly, you'd want one, uh, the fruiting body of the mushroom. That's the, that's mm-hmm. the part of the mushroom that has the most concentrated source of its nutrition so you, if you flip on the back and you see a xyz fruiting body you know you've got a pretty decent product and then you want your you want the mushroom to be grown on wood and not oats because i mean i don't know exactly why this is I've, I've done a bit of research into it. i need to you know recap on it but wood grown mushrooms are a better option a better bet than oats grown mushrooms so making sure that they're grown on wood is always a good thing so i'd say those are the two that you'd want to look out for
0: uh oats as in like my morning oats yeah how does that work i didn't i, I didn't know, know this I, I was a know. thing <laughs> just imagine <laughs> I all know. mushrooms on a log
1: yeah well i mean that's probably that's where they essentially should be in in nature um but i guess you know people could probably grow them whether it's i don't know it, hydroponically or whatever um as as part of what they're doing with their brand but is that are you getting the quality and and the you right. know, getting the best option probably not from what right. I've seen, anyway,
0: have you ever um, tried growing any of these types of mushrooms on your own? Because there's like those home kits where you can yeah. like do it out of a box or whatever. <laughs> and I'm always like, those look so fun, but I don't know if this is real.
1: You know what? I was actually looking um, around about four or five months ago. I was looking it, and then I kind of it kind of fell off my radar. And I was literally just last week looking for mushroom growing kits. It's it's been on my radar. It's, it's been of interest to me. Um, when i do, when i'll do it i'm not too sure but it has been something that has crossed my mind at some at certain points
0: i'd be so interested to see how that can work like for me i live somewhere where you know 3 months of the year is like good weather mm. but otherwise it's it's a hard growing area i'm in yeah, northern yeah. northern minnesota near canada yeah. So, um, mine would have to be like inside mostly, Mm, and I live in a tiny home. And I'm like, where am I going to put a log with mushrooms? Yeah. yeah. But I love the idea. It would be so cool to see like what different conditions they can last in growing. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Is there anything that you has like surprised you when you started doing research about like the things that it? mushrooms can help or anything that's like really blown your mind when you've been learning about this stuff?
1: So there were a few papers that I was actually looking at, um, it was, was it last week or two weeks ago? Cause I was going to try and maybe look, you know, start to create some more content around mushrooms. Mm. Um, and yeah, just like the, the impact that mushrooms can have in terms of, in terms of the gut, like in terms of our gut health. And obviously we know that if we have a healthy gut in terms of gut bacteria, we know that that has a massive impact in terms of reduction of type two diabetes, cardiovascular yep. disease, obesity, certain cancers, and mushrooms play a huge role in that. In terms of the, 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 the key ingredient is the polysaccharides, the fiber, and that is what helps to populate our gut bacteria. That is what helps to almost just enhance our immunity and all these different things. And yeah, that's that's uh, I was looking at pay. I'm gonna as I said, I'm gonna have a look at a few more of these papers and see if I can just get you know more and dive deeper into it because there is some really interesting stuff out there.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to uh see in a future newsletter some of those <laughs> some of those yeah. topics come out. Have yeah. you um I know some people like I've seen recipes on, I don't know, Pinterest or wherever mm. I'm looking, probably Instagram. Um, places I need inspiration to cook, because that's <laughs> yeah. remember, that was not coming from me. <laughs> um do you cook with medicinal mushrooms at all? Because I've seen that in like suggested and then part of me is like, does that have the same effect or properties? So I don't know. Is that something? Good question.
1: I, I haven't actually cooked with them as of yet. I've I've wanted to try lion's mane, and actually mm-hmm. cook with lion's mane because it just looks really interesting. But I guess that would probably come if I find a growing kit and I can grow lion's mane and it comes down and it's weird, like you know, lion mane type of style. I love it. Um, so I, I'd really be interested to cook with it. I'm not sure how in terms of the impact, uh, whether it's whether it's similar to like the more concentrated wildcrafted powders right. or the tinctures. Um, Something tells me that it probably wouldn't be. I'd imagine the tinctures and the wild powders would be a bit more concentrated in terms of their nutrition. Um, but all the same, I'd imagine that it still has plenty of benefits.
0: Yeah. And I've, I've even seen recipes for people putting, um, putting medicinal mushroom powders into like desserts or into yeah, yeah. Your, your smoothie. And at first yeah. when I started learning about mushrooms, I thought that they did best for, maybe it was chaga or maybe I read something that was bullshit. Honestly, I can't mm. remember, but I mm. thought they had to be, heated like i thought it needed to be in a warm drink or boiled or like or heated yeah. to a certain point to make a difference is that did, yeah. is that wrong is that real I'm not,
1: I'm not actually entirely sure actually i'm going to take a look at that i can see why that would make sense i mean i've right. always typically had mine as a tea anyway just like it as a tea yeah um yeah I, I mean that's it's quite interesting i could see how that may 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 work so i'm going to look into that for sure
0: that would be, that would be great. That would be helpful for yeah. me if you could do that research. Cause I've always yeah. been curious. I'm like, I know this tea thing works. So I'm just going to stick here mm,
1: yeah, yeah, and go
0: with that. But yeah. uh, it, it's, um, it's intriguing to know you could like Mm-mm. put it in other things. I don't know why I said baked goods. Like I ever bake, but the, <laughs> the idea is nice.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 Yeah.
0: Is there any other things mushrooms or not any other things in the world of vegan nutrition that you're really excited about right now?
1: Um, I mean, I like, you know, obviously we've got this alternative protein market and the majority of Mm. them I tend to kind of steer away from just because I feel like they're not really, they don't really fall into, I guess, my basket of where I want to eat more whole foods. So I accept that they're there and they're they're good for people, but you know, I'm seeing there are are some brands out there that are making certain products from just whole foods. And for me, that does pique my interest um you know there are some interesting other interesting things like you know cultured meats from like it's, it's cells of an animal but it's not using an animal I'd be interested to see how that looks yeah uh, it's a bit weird to me I'm not gonna lie but there's interest there all the same but um I don't know I feel like I'm I just want to just keep 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 down the whole foods route just keep encouraging people to eat more whole foods you know with it, of course there's going to be so many things that are going to come out and it might push like the real core foods, lentils, sweet potato, broccoli, things like that right. might push them to the back burner, but I want to just keep trying to, you know, keep them at the forefront of people's minds. Even if you do want to try some of these other things that are coming up, just make sure that you're keeping, you know, keeping on the whole foods, getting diversity into your diet as much as you can.
0: Yeah. I think that's so important because on it's a, it's a double, you know, a double-sided coin or whatever, a, uh, both sides of the sword or whatever, whatever, uh, you know, (laughs) analogy or metaphor I'm trying to use. But, um, there's this like excitement because there's so many more vegan products. Like every Mm -hmm. year there's so many more. That means people are seeing it. People are eating vegan stuff and they don't even realize. Yeah. And then on the other flip side, I'm like, Oh, there's so much processed vegan shit (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the market too. That it's like, uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's the thing and that's that's what worries me because i think you know people are obviously gonna be you know they they, they see the, the the bright lights of the marketing of these products which are nutritionally devoid of anything really and then they're going to go towards them you know they someone especially someone who's coming in if they want to eat more plants or eat healthier you know for whatever reason vegan is marketed as healthy even though it's an ethical standpoint and not really a health <laughs> standpoint but people just see it as that anyway so they think oh yeah let me go and get this beyond me or this other weird vegan sausage thing and it's going to be healthier for me when in reality you're probably doing yourself more of a disservice right just eat whole foods like just eat foods in their most natural form you know um and i think that's the easiest way to do it and realize that you have to cook i mean the problem is that i think because we live in such a convenience culture people still want things to be done as quickly as possible and that means that the foods that are going to cater to that aren't really going to be the best for you if over consumed of course because you know having one vegan sausage is not going to do anything to you but, you know, when people people are going are gonna to continue to dial in these habits and then it becomes difficult to, you know, to get back to where you want to go. And I just think, look, just cook, cook your own food. Yeah. And then you actually if you if you realize that cooking is going to be at the forefront of your mind, you automatically realize which foods you're going to want to go for.
0: Yeah. And it's and thinking of those foods as a treat like I might go out to eat tonight and there's a local restaurant that has a, you know, beyond meat burger. And I'm like, that's yeah. probably what I'm going to get. Cause it's like one of two options in my town, Yeah, you know? So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. that's great. Definitely. I can go yeah. out to eat, yeah. but it's not going to be dinner every day.
1: No, of course not. Yeah. But for a lot of people, it kind of is. And you know, of course, you know, from an ethical standpoint, you know, great. You're doing a great job. Good from, for the you know, animals. <laughs> yeah, great. That's fantastic. But, you know, you you also deserve respect. And you also, your body also deserves to have the best fuel put into it. So, you know, it's a bit of a catch-22 for some people.
0: Yeah, it really is. I saw in some vegan newsletter I subscribed to or some announcement. I know, I don't know if it was Impossible Burger or the Beyond Meat. One of the companies is coming out with mm. like a, I think it, maybe it was Beyond Meat because I think it was Beyond Steak. or something and there's like i was like okay it's one thing to make a burger it's one thing to make like a hot dog Mm. or brat i got you it's one thing to make some beef crumbles love that you know whatever but i was like i wasn't super into steak before it kind of freaked me out even when i did eat meat but i'm like what is it gonna look like i can't get over it i'm like i don't want it but i really want to know what a beyond steak looks like and is it is it is it going to get people? Cause I think people can get behind the burgers and the brats. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like imagining I don't, I don't people know. like cutting. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Maybe it's too far.
1: Yeah. It would be interesting to see how, how it works for sure.
0: I just want to like physically know how it's going to look. I'm just so yeah. curious.
1: Yeah. I can imagine it's going to be weird. It's
0: going to be super weird.
1: We'll see. Um, will we going to touch on psychedelic mushrooms at all. I mean, I could, I could mention that. I, I mean,
0: Yes. Okay. Did you want to, I forgot about that. Yeah, and then,
1: be. okay. Yeah. Yes.
0: Let's keep going, please. Yeah.
1: So yeah, we can, we, we can, we can touch on that very briefly. Cause I think of course in the, in the mushroom world, culinary, psychedelic, you know, medicinal, I personally think, you know, I I've been doing a lot of research into psychedelic mushrooms. I just been reading loads of stuff. And then I started microdosing last year. Um, and I was like, Oh know, I'm, I'm really kind of noticing some like enhanced creativity. And, and you're focus. still
0: microdosing.
1: So I, I've stopped now for, for the oh, moment okay. anyway. Sorry. I mean, I, I, I could start doing it again if I wanted mm-hmm. to, um, which I may do. Um, but there, there, are, there are really some real benefits. Like I, I remember like waking up in the middle of the night to normally just go to the bathroom as I would and just having loads of ideas in my mind hmm. about stuff, whether it's content or email marketing or you know, things that I could create. And I, at, at, at some point, I had to put like a pen and paper by my bed because all of these ideas would just come to my mind and i would just have to write them down because obviously if i go back to sleep i'm just going to forget them all um so that was really interesting and just enhanced focus i thought that was quite yeah it was quite something so and i think it was in sort of q3 q4 of last year that was Mm -hmm. when i watched fantastic fungi and it's funny because i'm someone who tends to go to sleep early i tend to go to sleep at 10 30 but for whatever reason it was a friday evening i was like i was in bed i was like oh let me just watch fantastic fungi and the reason how I knew that it, it was such a poignant documentary was that it was like 12 and 12 in the morning and I wasn't tired. I was so wired just watching this wow. documentary. I was like hooked onto it. And I was, and that was when it was like, obviously I'd done microdosing, but I hadn't done, you know, a, a real actual large dose to have a trip. And that started getting me thinking, you know, I was like, okay, very interested. It's not, not for right now, but this is something that I'm going to want to do. And when I'm called to do it, I'm going to, I'm going to look into it for sure. And then, of course, you know, everything happened with in November with my wife passing away. And that was a period of, you know, it was really difficult for me. Um, You know, at the start of the year, I was able to kind of extricate myself out of that. you know, I had so much support from friends and family and will be eternally grateful for that. But then around sort of February, March, I really started being, I really started like feeling called to doing like a, a larger trip of Mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think I, I can't remember exactly how it happened, but I think someone I, I was talking on Instagram, I did a QA about microdosing, and someone was yes, just like yes. and then we just had a, I started ended up having a conversation with someone and they were telling me how like you know how mushrooms help to heal their PTSD and their depression and all wow. these like, things. And she gave me, you know, the, the details of someone who I could actually source them from. So I ended up getting myself some and then I met a friend of mine um, and we were talking about it and he was going through some stuff as well. And he was like, oh, you know, I could really do with the mushroom trip. And that would really kind of give me some clarity and give me some, you know, thoughts as to, you know, what, what to do with certain decisions that I need to make in my life. And it kind of just all aligned at that moment. And I just felt like this is the right time to do it. You know, I, w- yeah. I wanted to kind of get some understanding with everything that had happened with me. And 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 I did it and it was it was very, it was like the most profound like emotional experience of my life. You know, wow. I had some, it was really, really profound, but I felt like, it when we talk about mushrooms healing i genuinely believe that from my experience in terms of getting answers you know understanding why this had happened to me what was the future going to hold for me with everything you know in, in the wake of everything that had gone on um and i was like yeah i was very much like okay this is this is the real deal like this is this is something that i think a lot of people could benefit from because you know we're seeing in in the us now you know johns hopkins institute they're doing Lots of different trials around mushrooms and looking at yeah. the benefits of PTSD, depression, anxiety, other mental disorders. Like, when you watch Fantastic Fungi, you'll understand. Like, it's, it's so powerful what these can do. And then around about, was it a month or two ago, I did another one with a couple of my good friends, another ceremony. And that was different. That was, that was really, mm. really interesting. That was more like, a, I felt really connected with nature in that one. And that was more of a visual experience, whereas the first one was more of an emotional experience. The second one was very visual. Like I was having visions of, I, I have visions of being a frog on a lily pad in a forest and just feeling really connected with nature. And then I went out because where I live has got a lot of green space and a lot of water as well. And you, just, I just felt connected and you just feel like you're at one with everything around you. And it was just like this is perfect. I just kept on having these beliefs, like this is this is just perfect. This is a perfect scenario. Like this is what life is supposed to be. We're all supposed to be connected. It was a beautiful Holy day. Shit. <laughs> it's, honestly, it's like it is. It is so profound. And I think you know, people. People have, you know, as I said, I've had so many conversations around it because I've spoken about it quite openly on social media. And I don't, I don't say to people, oh yeah, you should do it. I'm just like, look, just be open to it because. You know, you've, firstly, you've got to make sure that you're in a good place to do it because, you know, if you, there's so much resource out there in terms of having a bad trip, if you're not mentally stable. So I'm never going to tell anyone to just go and do it because I don't know what their mental state is like, but if you're solid, if you've got a solid mental foundation, you're in a good place in life, doing something like that can really enhance your, just enhance you in general, you know, help you find out more about yourself, help you find out more about, you know, what your future holds. You know provide a deeper connection with nature a deeper connection with oneness like it's yeah it, it's very very powerful so yeah for me it's i see it as something that really i mean people call it i, I, I don't even see it as a, i mean there was a table that i saw that looked at all of the lists of different substances and the impact that they have from a death perspective and alcohol was like so far in the, in the distance and mushrooms was like negligible but yeah alcohol it's freely available to anyone in society. Isn't like it if I to fucking
0: and, wild?
1: If I wanted to go and drink myself to death tonight, I can go and do that. I can just And go you can find with. some
0: people to go do it with you.
1: you find people to go and do it with and everyone's going to support and everyone's going to think yep. it's great and then I end up in a hospital. But you've got these, I don't even want to call them substances, they're literally mushrooms from the earth that provide people with so much clarity in their lives, healing, and yet they're demonized. its It's very strange. Very, very so
0: strange. I feel like I have a thousand questions. I'm going to try and whittle <laughs> them down, yeah. but um, I'm curious. Cause you said your first trip was more emotional. Mm. And um, do you think that that helped with your grieving process? Like, was that something that you felt yes. like kind of moved 100%. you? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No doubt. No doubt about it. It gave me a lot of clarity, a lot of, you know, I mean, there were so many things that helped with my grieving process. There was like, you know, I read some books, obviously, you know, family and friends really rallied around me. So I had plenty of tools. And I guess this was just another tool which allowed me to move a little bit further ahead with the grieving process. So I definitely do think it, it added something to that. Yeah, for sure.
0: And then how did you make sure that because this is something um this is something shout out if my parents are listening this is something i'm <laughs> also interested in yeah. um and have been for a while and have a lot of people in my life who have either talked about it who are also interested mm. i think yeah. it's becoming talked about more from like it a is. from a ceremonial standpoint and not yeah, just yeah. like a a drug uh yes, like exactly. a party yeah. drug yeah.
1: yeah yeah exactly yeah as, um, as clip, when every time i've mentioned it in an instagram q a the amount of questions that I get are floods of questions. Oh, really? what, is what is my mushrooms about Microdosing, but So many people want to know about it. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So like, given all that, how did you make sure you felt safe and like ready to do that? Like, was mm. it the people you were around where yeah. you were, whatever, because yeah. I, as someone who um, can sometimes have some anxiety, yeah. I get anxious thinking about having a bad trip. Like, even mm. though I don't, that probably won't happen. Yeah, like yeah. I still am like, Ooh, I would want to make sure everything's good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so the two key things you set, which is your mindset, which is where you're at in your life. If you're in a good place, if you're not harboring any past traumas that you may not want to come to the surface. And if you're kind of a, you're at a level point in your life, that's your mind, your set or your mindset. And then you've got your setting, which is the environment that you're in the yeah. people that you're around the place that you're, you know, whether you've got like, you know, plants and good music and a real nice, calm ambience to to do it in. So set and setting are the two keys without a shadow of a doubt. If you get those two right, you give yourself a really, really good chance of having a really profound, powerful experience. And then of course you have that integration process of actually Mm. taking what you've kind of learned and taking what you've seen or taking what you've been shown into your everyday life. Um, And that's, you know, that can take weeks, months, however long, It's because it's not something you just do all the time. You know, you don't just like, it's not like alcohol you do every weekend. Like you're not just going to be having all of these chips all the time. Mm -hmm. That's the way I see it anyway. You know. um, And you said
0: the word ceremony. Yeah. So that is different than like, you know, hanging out with friends and smoking a joint, (laughs) like at a party, which like whatever, but that uh, the idea of a ceremony makes it feel like it is a little more intentional.
1: Yes, exactly. Because you have to be intentional with it. So the first time I did it, my good friend, he's, he's been very, very well versed in it. And I had a, another good friend of mine who I've been speaking to about it for ages. He was, he's very intentional when he was giving me like, you know, the lowdowns and the insights and all the different things. And, you know, the, so the first thing when I did it with my friend, the first time, the first thing we did was, you know, have some cacao, you know, mm. if you had some cacao as we know that cacao opens a heart center, you know, get some sage in the room, you know, make sure that the energy in the room is good, get some really nice calming music on, And then you do it. And that's way different to just, you know, going to do it at a festival, for example, when the energy is so, like, just held to skelter And if you do that, actually, you're probably more likely to have a really bad trip just because of the environment that they're in. And people don't really understand that. So, yeah, I mean, I would never, never do it at like a – I mean, I don't go to festivals anyway, but let's just say I did. I would never do it at something like that because – the energy of people around you, the, you just, you don't know what to expect. That sounds like an control.
0: anxiety attack waiting to happen for me. <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly that. Exactly that. So you need to make sure that you're in full control of your surroundings and your setting and the people that you have there with you, making sure that you know that they're going to keep you safe if anything bad was to happen. Yes. So, so yeah, that's, that's super important.
0: And I think I'm, I'm curious if you had any like physical reactions, because I know this is not the same, but I think, if I if it's in my head, it's at least in like you know a couple other people's heads. I have this image of uh, did you ever watch the there? Chelsea Handler did a special on Netflix, like a couple episodes,
1: and yeah, she did one.
0: She did peyote, like she went to I think Peru or somewhere and did like right. a ceremony. Okay, wanted yeah. to dive into some of her childhood trauma, all this stuff, right. and I have right. that in, image in my head, and the guy next to her shit his pants <laughs> right, because right. like, and so I was like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What's you
1: know happening? What? I mean, again, that's something that happens with people like, you know, ayahuasca, like people. you Ayahuasca. Purge. That's what it yeah. was.
0: That's what yeah, it yeah. was. It was ayahuasca.
1: Yeah. yeah. So you literally purge and you vomit. And yeah, you like you are almost like releasing all of this stuff. I mean, that's the level above. I haven't got to that level yet. Um, oh yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I mean, with with mushrooms, I, I I doubt that there would be many situations, if any at all, that would kind of come close to that. um Another another plant medicine, cambo, is another one mm. where then if you like, so you get these like it's almost like a. Is that a, the skin? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like Put it in your ankle, and again, that can induce some purging as well. So in, in vomiting and things like that, but. I that, with mushrooms, you would um, you would kind of experience anything like that for sure.
0: Well, now I'm like double in, so uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll come to London and we can have a yeah, ceremony. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Set up the space nicely, and we we'll do it.
0: Yeah, I'm like, okay. Jeffrey told me this is going to be okay. <laughs> the music is here. I want to be a frog on a lily pad. Let's go.
1: <laughs> Honestly, as I said, I think it's you know. And from the emotional standpoint of healing from what i went through i think it did play a huge part um and then also just a connection with nature and the the, the great thing about it is that there's there's so much you can so much to learn in this life you know it's mm. so much to open yourself up to so much to find out about yourself if you're willing to just go a little bit deeper and i think that you know mushrooms can really you know provide that platform to do so
0: and it's obviously something that felt like a positive enough experience that you did it a second time right yeah, like yeah. And sounds like you would do again.
1: Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt, I think so. And and again, I think the, you know, the amounts that you take can also determine the depth of your experience as well. And of course, your mm. surroundings change, you know, I can imagine, you know, doing it in a forest would just be a real, you know, incredible experience. But, you know, we'll have to, we'll have to see. But yeah, I think, as I said, just the, the profound nature of what you kind of gain from it when done properly, when done in the right setting and your mindset's good yeah, I, I think it's something that people should be learning about for sure.
0: This is so cool. If you would have told me that I would have a podcast and I would be sitting talking to someone about doing shrooms, I don't know if that would have made sense to me, but I'm <laughs> super into it. I'm super into it. This <laughs> yeah, is so cool. Start,
1: start with cool. fantastic fungi. Give, give that a watch and, and you definitely, uh, I'm sure you will you have certain thoughts that will be running through your mind for sure.
0: I'll be uh, home alone this weekend taking care of my parents' dogs. So that sounds like a good activity for us to do is because I don't have a TV. So if I stay in their house, I'm like a luxury. So yeah. I can wa- <laughs> I watch it on something bigger than my computer. Yeah, yeah, so that'll be yeah. exciting. Yeah. yeah. Thank sure. you for sharing about that experience because I think it is like you said, if you get DMs about that or you do a Q and A, and people are just like flooding mm. you with questions. Mm. Yeah. It's something that people want to learn about, yeah, and we have to talk about like this.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I appreciate you what I lo- sharing you know, that. What I love, um, and, and you know, no problem at all. And I think this is the you know good thing about social media, and you know, right. we do see the bad side of social media in so many instances. But it's a great platform to speak about things that maybe people want to know about, but are maybe afraid to open their mouths about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's, that's, you know, I'm I'm not afraid to speak about my experiences. I think if they can help someone, then, then, then great. So, so yeah.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of Consciously Clueless. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe, share with your friends, put it on social media. Don't forget to tag me. If you're on Apple podcasts or good pods, leave a review. Reviews and shares help more people to see the podcast and join in on the fun. If you want to make sure to stay up to date on future episodes, follow me at Consciously Carly on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Pinterest, and head to consciouslycarly.com to sign up for the newsletter. Ready for more conscious living content? Check out patreon.com slash consciouslycarly and join the exclusive community over there. And finally, if you're ready to take better care of yourself and the world, let's work together. Click the link in the show notes to head to the website, find out more, and schedule a free discovery call with me. Chat soon. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? By now, you all know that therapy is an important part of my own self-care. It has truly been a game changer in every aspect of my life, including achieving goals. BetterHelp is the largest online therapy platform worldwide. They are changing the way people get help with facing life's challenges, by providing convenient, discreet, and affordable access to a licensed therapist. BetterHelp makes professional therapy available anytime, anywhere, through a computer, tablet, or smartphone. You can start communicating within 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. And I have a special offer for Consciously Clueless listeners. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Carly and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. By using this code, you get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash C-A-R-L-Y. Take care of yourself today. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast.